a Radio 191 FM podcast. Now, this is a very exciting time we have right now. We're on Friday Drive, and we have the incredible Melody Thomason in, in, the, in the interview booth, in the studio. I'm glad you're excited. I am excited too, but, you know, usually people aren't that excited to see me. That's fair. It's just nice to have an interview. It's been a dry season over summer, so okay. it's just nice to talk just to talk another to human. Someone. Exactly. Agreed. I'm glad to be here then. <laughs> well, it is wonderful to have you in the studio. Um, for all of you who might not know who Melody is, she is a presenter and producer at RNZ, coming into the third season of her hit show, Bang. A frank, no shame exploration to sex, sexuality, and relationships over the lifetime is the byline. But is, is that how you would describe your show? Uh, yes, definitely no shame and frank would be words that, that come into it. And uh, I mean, we've kind of season one was more over the lifeline. We started with talking like how to talk to kids about sex and also talking with people about how they first found out about sex and then went all the way up to sex and retirement homes. So that was. <laughs> That was um, over the lifeline, but we've moved away from that now. I do try and get as kind of older and younger voices all mixed up in there, but Heck yeah, but yeah, it's more themed along things like bisexuality or monogamy or that kind of thing. Heck yeah, yeah. So, considering that New Zealand is a fairly conservative country, what sparked the idea to do a show exploring sex on th- public radio? I think exactly that. <laughs> um, well, no, I started listening to a different sex podcast called The Savage Love Cast, um, which is like a sex advice podcast out of Seattle. The, the guy who does it is called Dan Savage, and he's been giving sex advice for like 30 years. Oh, and wow. I found that when I was listening to this, well, first of all, I was like, oh, my God, there's so much out there that I have no clue about, and started looking at everyone next to me on the bus a lot differently, <laughs> that kind of thing. And then I re- oh, and God. then I started having conversations with my friends and like I've always talked about sex. I've always been the person that brings up sex at inappropriate moments, but there was never much substance to those conversations. And after listening to that, I started having actual important conversations with people around me, and I saw that I saw the effect of opening up those conversations on oh. people's lives. And I thought maybe we could do something similar here. Oh. So that's how I, that's why I pitched it. And I think they let me do it because they know that sex is important to so many people and they were just happy for someone else to be doing it. Oh, true. That's very, that's very altruistic. It's very nice. It's very, <laughs> it's very wholesome, to be honest. Yeah. It's a very good show about sex. Well, it very is wholesome. wholesome. It actually is surprisingly wholesome a, a lot of the time. Oh, thank mm. you. Yeah. Speaking of wholesome, <laughs> oh today we met earlier at yeah. my place of work <laughs> and we had a very brief chat. You told me that you were interviewing... Uh, older couple, not older couple, like middle-aged couple who've been together since they were very young. Yeah, I think I can't remember if it's eleven or twelve and t- or twelve and thirteen, but yeah, incredibly wow. young. How, like, how do you find these odd but amazing people? Like, what's the? Well, they. I did a shout on t- shout out on Twitter for them. I wanted. I had a whole list of people that I wanted to talk to for the next season of the podcast, and one of them was um, a, a sex positive and or kinky religious couple <laughs> so that's how i came across them they de- oh. he dm'd me and was like we're sex posi- positive and religious maybe even kinky i'm, I'm gonna find out tomorrow i guess <laughs> um and then i mean as soon as he told me that they'd been together since they were like pre-pubescent i was i was like i've got to go talk to those Hell people yeah. like <laughs> monogamy is really hard and monogamy over that kind of time span is i would have thought impossible and I'm, yeah. i want to find out um what the key is to that heck yeah so you just shout out on twitter for exactly who you want and people like so yeah. are people motivated to share their stories or are they 
it's not fame it's more like they actually have a story more well so there's i will do a shout out on twitter and people will get in touch or people will hear hear a story on the podcast that really resonates with them and get in touch with me out of the blue to say thank you so much this is my story and sometimes we'll go on to share those um or friends will just kind of mention something that happened in passing so there's a bunch of ways that people get to me but part of the trouble is that often the people who really want to talk about sex or who are really open talking about sex are the voices that we've heard already so Uh what I find quite challenging is finding people who wouldn't necessarily be motivated to do that um, because those are yeah they're the stories that I want more because other stories we don't hear like we've been to the dungeon with the dom (laughs) it's true we don't talk about sex and when we do it's the extremes it's sex workers and 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 all of that stuff is totally valid but there's just i want to talk to like joe and linda down the street hell yeah about their sex life god yeah and i made joe ambiguous there in gender because that's another thing i want it to be as inclusive as possible heck yeah god yeah um this is a bit of a more off-the-wall question, but you have a pretty much of a wealth of experience in radio. We were mm. just talking before, you've worked at RDU in Christchurch, you've worked for RNZ, yep. like in different programs, mm. um, Summer Noel and yeah, uh, Music started. 101, eh? Yep, yeah. lots of time in music. Um, how would you compare your show, which is entirely your own, to yeah. a more structured show? like music 101 like do you feel like you have so much more creativity or do you did you like the structure what's the well i think um it'd be different asking me than someone else on the show because i'm a contractor and always have been so the longest contract i've ever had at rnz is is one year and so i've always i've always had a degree of control over the things that i do which have been really like there's been times when i've applied for a quote-unquote proper job and not gotten it and been really disappointed but in the long run it's been absolutely the best thing for me because i've got flexibility and bang came from actually like being turned down for a job that i'd wanted oh wow being gutted and like in a moment of screw you guys I'm gonna do my own thing. Like that's how this came. Hell yeah. yeah. I think we don't often talk about we don't talk enough about how sometimes failure can lead or, you know, things that you'd see as failure can actually lead to big opportunities. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, so um I'm lucky. I've had I even now with music with music one oh one I'll just pitch things that I want to cover. Like I was just at Lauren Hill wasn't actually allowed to do a review on really? the, in the end but yeah well they sh- they didn't give out review tickets in the end because she'd had a bad time in australia oh my god yeah like, like so i can't talk like lauren that. hill was in like the 90s rap in, like probably yeah. the most incredible female rap artist of all time yeah that one. Oh my god yeah how was that sorry it sort of changed <laughs> we'll talk about this yeah. after <laughs> i'm not allowed to talk about it on the record no, of course, we'll talk about it after we'll play, we'll yeah. play. um yeah. so you're on season three now yeah which is super exciting yeah. and clearly been very successful yeah i was reading that 100,000 listens for yeah, like that's our, our we've, <laughs> we've had trouble counting numbers but <laughs> we have to estimate android downloads but yes uh, it's 85,000 definite and then we estimate an extra 15,000 that's that's genuinely incredible for like quite yeah. a small like you know it's, it's not a huge country yeah and it's a very specific topic yeah there's the well it's specific but it's so universal true and it's not just sex you know a lot of it is about relationships and a lot of it mm. is about communication and so i think you know it is kind of hugely relatable to a lot of people no definitely yeah i think i think especially in a university context perhaps young couples could really learn a lot about healthy relationships you guys would love this podcast oh god yeah Yeah, and you'll have better sex after you listen to it i promise better communication because both of those things are tied together so much indeed yes get in it and then come talk to me and tell me your stories (laughs) especially if they're interesting yeah yeah 
if they're interesting. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you're having boring vanilla sex, don't even come to me. Don't even talk to me. <laughs> Unless you really need help, and then I'll I'll, I'll ask my experts some exactly. questions on your behalf. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll make a case study. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, what do you think you've learned? Like, or how do you think the show's evolved between one to three? Like, has it changed oh, a huge amount? Hugely, yeah. Well, I think because I went in, I knit. I never pitched myself as an expert. The whole premise of this thing was, here's something I'm curious about, let's go learn about it together. And so one of the threads over the podcast has been very much me learning along with listeners. So one of the first interviews I did um, was with this 72 and 75 year old couple about their sex lives. Wow. This little old grandma and granddad who brought me into their house and like gave me slippers and like a cup of tea. And then they were kind of flirty and I was like, do you guys want me to leave? And they were like, we've we've already done it. We knew you were coming so we did it already. And I was like, oh. And now, so like I really had to fake being cool with that situation at the time. But now I just, I, I don't really have to fake it. I just, I'm incredible. I'm, there's, there's not much that shocks me these days. Desensitized completely. Yeah. And I mean, that's desensitized. Yeah. Like the Too t- taboo, word, taboo and shame is gone. And the yes. more you talk, like, it is amazing the stories I hear that you don't hear through the podcast. Everyone tells me everything. We're probably going to get off air and you're going to tell me something. It's just the way it goes. <laughs> it's the way it goes now. And I love it. I like, I've got this, I'm like a collector of these stories. Heck yeah. Mm. It's pretty incredible. And like I was listening to a couple of your episodes and I, and like from my experiences, it's kind of easy to see why people really enjoy the show because it's not like, it's not like embarrassing bodies when you see like, no. you know, very, but it's like, it's so intimate and personal mm. and yet you make it like quite, you, know, you make it really accessible. Who would you say, like, is there a one particular group you're actually trying to target? Like, one particular type of person you see around you, you think this is the show they need to be listening to? Oh, wow. Yeah, because a lot of the people I think that come up to me and say, you know, I love Bang, uh, are, you know, people who I feel like are kind of like me. They're like, you know, uh. 25 to. Oh. <laughs> 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 They're like 20, kind of 25 to 35 year old. A lot of females, although we've done some research and it's about 30% of the audience is male. Um, oh, wow. and, and, you know, and just not female. So I guess I would like to, it's that old thing where like people who are likely to seek out this podcast are people who are likely to kind of know a lot of stuff about consent and good communication and pleasure True. and all of those things. And so the people I want to be targeting um are probably just just more your everyday everyday Kiwis who are like, why is my relationship falling apart? Why am I not enjoying this? Why can I not say this thing that's been on my mind for years? Okay. What are the words for this? It's those people are the ones I want to get to, and I'm slowly getting there. <laughs> slowly <laughs> making its way to them. You never yeah, know. exactly. exactly. I mean, with we'll each season, yeah, exactly. with each you know contribution to the bastion of sexual information, just yeah. You can actually well, that's it. There's there's about 15 episodes online that people can listen to now and go and get some get some advice. It's definitely worth a listen. I actually really enjoyed it. I was listening to it on my break at work and I was kind of giggling to myself in the break room. I love that. <laughs> I love listening. I do the same thing with the Savage Lovecast that inspired me. Ah. Although that's much more explicit because I have to um, oh. take into account a public radio um, audience. Say. So there's there's like a balancing act there. But he just talks openly about everything, and you're just listening to like. 
I can't probably can't say it. I don't know what's your censorship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, rules. no f bombs. We can if we can rule out an f bomb. Okay. We're what about okay. like testicles in an anime? That's fine. Let's okay. go for it. So, so uh, the <laughs> it's scientific. So I was on the bus recently and I was hearing him talk about how um, it was someone who'd called up to ask about their partner who wanted to insert their testicles inside them at the same time as a penis. That, isn't that from the in between us? I don't know, but it's, <laughs> but it's such a thing that Dan was like, well, yeah, there's there's these contraptions, there's these rings that you can use to make this doable. Oh my like God. It's, a, it's, a, it's a product you can buy, and that's how common this is. And I'm like, this was... <laughs> how little do we know? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, God. yeah, I know that. I love, I love that I'm just sitting there inside someone's head talking about this, like, quite full-on stuff and they're just making eye contact with the grandma on the bus. So who knows what that grandma's doing when she yeah, goes home? Exactly. Yeah, precisely. Exactly. Maybe she wants balls. You, know, you never know your luck, really. Um. <laughs> so glad you said that. It Thank you. Yeah. Enough, fair enough. It's okay. Only I can get in trouble from this, so it's fine. Um, so I understand, as you mentioned before, off the air, though, but you yeah. do live shows, which yes. is pretty bloody cool. Mm. Like, um, do you do it in like just exclusively the studio format, or do you go to like you no, know theaters? You do, because yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Do you just have to rely on people to be honest with you in those moments, or? Yeah, it's. I, I guess the people you choose are slight. It's for slight different reasons. So I'll, yeah. it's more about you know we talk in radio about good talent and for the podcast that's someone who can be kind of reflective and introspective and has really good self-awareness mm. for stage that stuff is great but really they need to be engaging and entertaining and comfortable so there's there's just different priorities so there's a um couple of therapists that we use on the show who are well he's a sex therapist and his daughter is studying to be a sex educator and they come on together a father daughter they are amazing and i'll just basically have them at every show because they could run it themselves they don't even need me they're so entertaining wow and their advice is so good so yeah i mean if you've got the right people on board it's really easy and really fun oh heck yeah yeah damn we, I think we'll get to. I reckon we'll get to Dunedin. and I just yes. need to figure it out. Yes, we've had some emails. We'll get here. <laughs> I look. Please book out the town hall. Marlon can eat his heart out. <laughs> book out the town hall. That would be incredible. Honestly. Oh, oh no, even better. You go to the more conservative South Dunedin and book out Fowler Centre. Have a little. A Fowler Centre one. Mm, yeah, I don't know if lovely. we're quite there yet. I don't know how many of our hundred thousand <laughs> listeners are here. Yeah, but, true. <laughs> true. But, yeah. Um, Sorry. Um, so, to the more sexually conservative New Zealanders who are listening to this, I'm sure. Hopefully, student radio is full of conservative. <laughs> um, uh, what would you say to the people who are perhaps on the fence about being more honest with themselves and their experiences? Like, why? Like, do you think? Why do you think people should take the time to listen to the show if they are on the fence or if they don't know how, how comfortable they feel about their own sexuality? Mm. I think when you hear, even me, when I hear about like a sex show or a sex podcast, I think, oh, like it's just going to be, you know, over the top, like hamming mm. it up, like, oh, sex. And, <laughs> and that really turns me off. What this is, is people, like just everyday people, talking about um, their experiences and like, you know, a couple talking about struggling to remain connected 15 years into a relationship. Um, you know, it's it's real, and from other people's stories, we can take a lot of lessons for our own life because we're not taught how to have these conversations. Agreed. And I have heard that you know, there's always going to be a few critics, and I have heard you know, sex is something that should remain private. But 
you know, in a world where people weren't harmed by bad sex, by, you know, lack of conversations around consent, then totally I could get on board with it all being private. But there's a mm. lot of harm happening and we can reduce that harm by talking about it. No, definitely, definitely. Um, <clears throat> on that topic of, like, harm and unawareness, do you have any thinkers um, that you've read when you were younger that sort of inspired you with this show? Cause, like, any what? Thinkers? Oh, like, because this, this, this sort of conversation reminds me of, like, like Jermaine Greer a little bit, like, being yeah. a little bit more open and honest. Is there anyone that you personally, apart oh, from see. The Savage, take inspiration from about this sort of stuff? Oh, gosh. No. <laughs> it's all original. <laughs> hey, hell yeah. Straight out of my brain. <laughs> no, I, fo- I mean, I follow a lot of thinkers. Just How about just go on my Twitter, Twitter feed. Go Truly. And just follow all the amazing Melody people rules, that right? I... Yeah, follow all the amazing people I follow. Exactly. I, just, I've, I recently just put into a, a lot of work into diversifying my Twitter feed and making sure I was reading a bunch of different voices. Heck yeah. Um, and that's really helped me to, to make sure that, um, you know, that my thinking was more inclusive, so. My God, yeah, it's not just like the Green Party and then Bernie Sanders reposts, it's everything else. Yeah, and also like so many of those thinkers end up being problematic, so I don't really want to like bank on one. Well played, actually. Yeah. Yeah, stick to, you can only trust yourself. Exactly. (laughs) Hell yeah, so um, (laughs) we were talking earlier about that you've got some young ones. Yeah. So talking from a very subjective point of view, and you don't have to make a definitive answer, when are you going to start teaching the young ones in your family about this sort of stuff, do you reckon? Oh, my daughter's on the podcast talking about sex. Yeah, she's Oh, my God. <laughs> Incredible. I mean, she's, we started when she was four, and she was talking about tadpoles and, like, and very strange ideas that I don't know how they got into her head. Um, <laughs> and we've kind of... She pops up every now and then. People want her more, but she's refusing to talk to me right now on the record about... Because she want, knows I want to talk about marriage, and she's like... Mm. <laughs> Can we, can we talk about something else? Five-year-old Ash. Oh, <laughs> but you know, I'm trying to like bribe her by telling her she's got fans, but it's, oh, I'll yeah. just have to resort to actual treats soon, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> yeah. So we. What does she know? She's five, and she, she. This is what the first episode's all about. It's basically just waiting till your kids ask questions and following their lead, and then answering that question as simply as you can, and um, waiting for more questions. Often, when someone asks us something and we're nervous, we kind of pile on the information. You actually mm-hmm. don't need to do that. You can just, you know, she knows that um, people that sex is for making babies or it's for fun, and she knows about some of the kind of body parts that are involved with that. And it's just, okay. it's just not really a thing for her. Yeah, so it's an ongoing conversation. I, okay. I'm hoping that laying the groundwork now in a chill way that doesn't overload her um, means that when she actually is a teenager or whatever, when she can she can come and talk to us. Okay. And I mean, my son's three, so we haven't really. He thinks he's got a vulva. I don't. I don't know where to start with him. Daddy drives a vulva. <laughs> he does, indeed, he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the <laughs> sorry, that was beautiful. Like, that I would like a incredible. recording of that. I We've would like got to it. We'll, we'll get a sound bite you can play in the intro of the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what was I going? Oh yeah. Um, so it's the advent. Is <laughs> the it's the um. There's been an advent of uh, very sex honest shows recently, and the one that comes to mind that I thoroughly enjoyed was, of course, Sex Education oh, on Netflix. Loved it. Top notch. Yeah, great. I mean, the mother was the mother like simultaneously made me want to go out and get qualified as a sex therapist, and also was highly problematic and had Indeed. no boundaries. But otherwise, yeah, I love that show. Oh, I want yeah. more of that. Heck mm. yeah! So, do you think that's definitely uh, you know increasing in popularity? That we're going to see more like sex positive stuff coming out? Yeah, and I think we're seeing um, things like 
you know, queer characters in pop culture being just kind of their queerness isn't the central part of their story. Yeah. They're just kind of incidentally queer, and that's just, you know, they get to live a full life with other <laughs> things going on, like straight characters have for ages. Um, yeah, and and by like the research I've seen, definitely queer characters in television and trans characters in television are all on the up. So. Oh God, yeah. So yeah, I mean, as as long as that continues, it's film is still pretty dire. We've had a few standouts, I but agreed. generally it's pretty dire. Mm. Pop music's coming. There's quite a few like queer pop stars Indeed. coming through um, at the moment. I'm trying to think of that Auckland King rapper. Princess. Oh no, sorry. Oh. Or, are you thinking of Randa? Maybe. Yes. Yeah, love Randa. Randa. And oh, King yeah. Princess. Did you see? She she released a song last year called Pussy Is God. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that was might have been on the playlist at one point. No, it was what? It might have been on the playlist. Yeah, it should have been. It's Heck a jam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So I think I think so. Yeah. I like that. So, sort of wrap up. Season three. Yes. So are we going to get, how many episodes are we getting? And can you give us like a little, like some taste of exactly what we're going to be talking about? (laughs) Yeah. So we've got six kind of properly produced in the studio episodes, regular episodes and two live ones. And we've done one of the live ones. um, And there's another one in Wellington coming up. The six episodes are about bisexuality and pansexuality, the first one. And that kind of follows along my own journey of um, being a 34 year old woman married to a man with two kids and then realizing that maybe you're not straight like you always thought you were as well as part of that. Um, And also me kind of addressing my own internalised biphobia, which I didn't know I had um, until quite recently. So then I've got uh, some some audience questions. So I've got an episode that's just people who have come to me with their stories all kind of stitched together. Um, And that's a whole bunch of things, so I won't even go into it. I've got uh, two episodes about monogamy and ethical non-monogamy. So Ah. monogamy, why we do it, is it natural to us? Did our ancestors do it? Or are we like bonobos who, you know, are constantly rubbing their genitals (laughs) against each other? Um, I mean, it is our week. It is our week, too, And ethical non-monogamy, so like polyamory or swinging or just Uh. whatever flexible arrangements people have going on. Um, I'm going to explore kink as well. And um, then an episode about sex positivity, which is obviously a really good thing but is also kind of dangerous if it's practiced without critical thinking so we're going to look at what that looks like oh hell yeah well it's, it's honestly like I don't see any more motivation than could need to listen to Bang at this point and it's on RNZ so you know it's quality produced and of course now you know Melody is quality producing it as well so like <laughs> it's definitely worth a listen um so any last words for our young Dunedin for any young Dunedinites looking to get laid tonight looking to have experiences any core advice that you can give them to make them perhaps feel a little less you know, worried or shameful or anything like that. What do you reckon? Uh, I would say talk to each other before the fact. Like, you can use text sexting and dirty talk are really great ways into actually laying out for the other person what you're into and what you're not into. There's sexy ways to dress up, that kind of thing. So um, have the conversation so that afterwards, you know, you can reduce harm. Have fun. Don't get too wasted. Look after your friends. Good plan. I like that. Don't know. Sex is good when you're talking with each other. So do that, and then, then you can play. Oh God, yeah. Well, I was just when you said kink, I had a complete image in my mind. Oh my God, that was very. Impressive. It sounds like a spank or something. <laughs> it does. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Another soundbite. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna play the the Village Green by the Kinks after you said kink. It's a not a bad song. But so thank you so much for coming on, Melody. Oh, it's been course. an education. It's been thoroughly interesting. <laughs> I've really enjoyed it thank you for having me no it's been an absolute pleasure um so coming up next we have village green by the kinks um make sure to check out 
Melody's show on RNZ. Bang. Uh, it's on iTunes incredible. as well. On iTunes it's as on well. On iTunes as well, yeah. Heck yeah. So now it's a, it's a podcast you can get from anywhere. There's no excuse. Um, there's new episodes coming out. First episode, March 4. Yeah, that's right. Heck yeah. Yep. Super get exciting. Get that was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.